this is kind of weird. This is weird. Uh, this is the um, second night on the trot <laughs> that I've come to a concert in a foreign country. I know that sounds weird, uh, but I've never been to... Uh, I never, never, apart from last night, been to a concert in a foreign, in a, in another country. Um, and uh, if last night felt like an indulgence, tonight feels like a real indulgence because I'm coming here on my own. I've got one ticket to hear the LA Phil um, do some uh, one work by John Adams and another work by a composer I won't even attempt to pronounce, uh, and uh, a Berlioz Symphony Fantastique. Um, and uh, uh, I, I'm really, really looking forward to it. If it's anything like um, how they played last night, uh, it will be fantastic. Uh, so it's a three-part boo. It's a three-part boo, uh, and hopefully I'll uh, manage to record the, the special announcement that they make, the Katie Derham equivalent um, that we heard during the proms, the sort of special announcement prior to the concert uh, about mobile phones and cameras and all of that jazz. There's no way it can be a three-part boo because there are far too many things that need to be commented on. Um, uh, the thing that really strikes me, last night at the, at the concert, I was impressed by the way in which everybody was incredibly enthusiastic. Uh, and they were. Lots of people stood up to applaud after nearly every piece. And, and that, from a UK perspective, was just, what the hell are you all doing? Uh, I mean, the playing was great, but... I've just, I'm just not used to seeing that kind of thing. Certainly not even at the proms, really. We're all a whole lot more reserved in the UK. Anyway, the other thing that strikes me prior to the concert as I sip on my glass of Merlot in a plastic glass is that um, everybody here is really smartly dressed. This is an occasion. It really is. I'm here in, the, in a pair of stout walking shoes a lovely pair of 501s and my best shirt um, underpinned with a, with a black t-shirt uh, but people have dressed up for the evening uh, this is the equivalent of coming to the opera uh, it's a social occasion and certainly when I go to concerts I never never consider uh, that anybody else in the audience will consider it that way um, and I've got to say, as much as I sort of try and encourage lots of people to feel more relaxed to, uh, when approaching classical music and classical music performance, I've got to say, I rather like the idea of getting dressed up, um, or dressed up smartly at least. It also has to be said, there aren't that many, there aren't that many young people here. Um, there people are of a particular age, um, and presumably uh, of a particular class. Um, but it is striking the difference uh, that um, this particular concert demonstrates in comparison with uh, similar ones in the UK. Lots of people in the auditorium are getting very, very excited um, 
at the end of the first half. Um, I couldn't stick around because I had to go to uh, the lavatory. So if you're... Oh no, it's the wrong floor. Um, I've got to go up the steps. Oh no. Um, absolutely fantastic. Again, um, the Adams, the first work. Um, it was alright. He was there again. Um, second work by a composer whose name I won't pronounce because I'll get it wrong. Um, uh, really, but I'll just make myself look like a fool. Um, fantastic orchestration. Really, really good orchestration. Just a real sort of oral treat. Um, or audible treat. Um, a, a lovely, lovely thing. I'm out of puff. I've had to go up two flights of stairs. Uh, it was a lovely thing. But I have, a, I have a theory about this, this kind of music, which, when I've returned from the toilet and grabbed my, my wine, I will commit to this boo. Right, so here's my thinking. All but the rest of the audience are now piling out of, uh, out of the auditorium. Uh, they're all looking quite pleased with themselves, and rightly so. One man is in a Pringle sweater. I thought they died, but apparently not. Um, so here's my thinking. I think it's two nights on the trot now that I've heard a first half populated with music, which is in a sense loud, fast, rhythmic, and and the effect that loud and fast and rhythmic music has is that it keeps the heart rate pumping. That might seem really uh, cynical, superficial, uh, almost dismissive, but actually, if you're going to hold an audience's attention, then you might as well make sure that their heart rate is reasonably high. If it's, if it's quite slow, then the chances are they'll either fall asleep or they'll die. And nobody wants that if you're somebody who is creating stuff. So um, I'm just wondering whether there is some sort of agreement, uh, tacit or otherwise, that uh, orchestral players, they like to play things that are loud, fast and rhythmic. I know that myself. Um, and uh, audiences like to hear it and people who put concerts on know that everyone's going to be reasonably pleased if that's put on so maybe that's the deal maybe that's the deal that if it's loud and fast and rhythmic then everyone's a winner um who knows all i know all i know is rather that um i really enjoyed that possibly more than the commission that I heard last night, uh, tonight's work, uh, a work which depicts in, it makes it quite clear in the programme note, not in a programmatic way, but a work which depicts wind, water and thunder and is dedicated to the conductor himself, um, uh, was an absolute joy to listen to, possibly because the acoustics I'm, I'm really coming around to this. The acoustics in the San Francisco Symphony or the, the Louise Davies Symphony Hall in San Francisco are just so geared towards the audience. They really are. 
uh, because you just sound, you just sit there wherever you are in the hall. I'm sitting somewhere different tonight. You sit there and and you just you just think I might as well be listening to a CD. It's really fantastic. Um, so consequently, anything that's loud, fast, and rhythmic is going to sound really good. Sorry, I'm wandering around looking for my wine. I could be on the wrong floor. I am. Uh, so, you know, actually, if that's the agreement, players want to play something they like, audiences want to hear something they like, uh, and they want to hear it in a really good hall, then, you know, quite literally, everybody's a winner. We shall see. It's Burley as Symphony Fantastique next. And um, I have heard quite a lot of otherwise dull performances of this particular symphony. I'm hoping for great things. This is the applause at the end of um, Berlioz Symphony Fantastique, played by the LA Phil, conducted by Gustavo Dudamel. Um, everybody, everybody in the hall is standing up, apart from those people who can't stand up, and, and everybody is incredibly appreciative. I feel really, really alone. <laughs> Because I really didn't enjoy it. I really, really didn't enjoy it. There are 117 players on stage. Um, and uh, the first time I heard Berlioz Symphony Fantastique was played by, uh, I think, the London Classical Players, conducted by Roger Norrington, with at least half that number of players. It was incredibly rich for my liking. Somebody was asked to make a gravy, and all I wanted was a jus, really. Oh, all, all manner of speeds going on there, and, and just, just a little bit too rich for me. Isn't that bad? I'm sorry. Because clearly, probably a thousand people in, in, uh, in this hall really enjoyed it. I know I should be more objective, but there we are. Gustavo Dudamel has just been released from backstage and onto the stage. He's ushering up the audience, uh, the audience, the orchestra even, for a, possibly a final bow. I wonder whether there is an encore.
just like the last night of the proms. <laughs> I mean, really, I'm not complaining. I shouldn't complain. I don't want to be mean. I don't want to be mean. It's just that I don't feel overwhelmed. And yet everybody else does. Oh, well. Even so, it's been lovely. It has been a lovely thing. Uh, like I say, 117 members of the Los Angeles Philharmonic Orchestra on stage, surrounded by hard surfaces, um, listened to by a capacity audience at the Louise Davies Symphony Hall. Um, and Gustavo Dudamel looks great. Uh, he's terribly energetic, clearly loves what he does, and um, is terribly humble, actually. Some people had to crash past me. He's terribly humble. He doesn't stay on stage for very long. Um, he understands that the people who deserve the applause are the orchestra. And that's it. That's it. My goodness me. Everybody is getting up to go home. Um, so, don't get me wrong. I'm not complaining. I'm not complaining. The wonderful thing about classical music and those people who play it and, you know, play it well is that you can hear different things... Uh, uh, different pieces of music interpreted in different kinds of way and that's a good thing really <laughs>